0: Welcome to The Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now here's your host, Susan Kennard.
1: Hi, I'm Susan Kennard, and you found The Spiritual Awakener podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here. This is a podcast where you're going to hear stories from people who have had a turning point or an awakening moment in their life that's led them to work with the collective. Now, most people like myself, and you can find my story on episode one, have had many experiences in their life that have been emotional awakenings, turning points, and leading to spiritual awakenings. So when I speak to my guests, they may have more than one, and you have probably got more than one, but I'm quite excited for this one. So I'm really excited to meet and explore and understand my guest today. So Daniel, welcome to the show. Explain who you are.
0: Thanks, Susan. I'm so grateful to be here. So yes, I'm Daniel Hanneman and in the the world, who I am is I help people to really get into their depth and into that centered place within themselves to really bring forth to be the guardians of the light that you are. That those that are listening, you know who you are, and to beautiful. rock it out with uh, great impact and great success in your businesses from that place. And so that's basically what I do.
1: That's beautiful, and I think that a lot of people who work in the spiritual world sometimes struggle with that. You know, it's monetizing what you do and seeing that as a gift, and and a lot of people see it as a gift because it is a gift but it's also who everybody is, which you'll talk about. And it's there's no difference between you or I or somebody who works in a different company. You know, we all are bringing something to the world and it's fine to charge for it. And it's fine to value your worth, isn't it, Daniel? So Daniel, obviously this is called The Spiritual Awakener. And I'm really excited that you're here because you're going to explain and talk about Maybe one or two moments, or maybe even more moments, that led you to be the incredible soul connector <laughs> and abundance worker that you are. So tell us about that.
0: Yeah. So, wow. I mean, it's been a long journey. And, you know, from a, being a kid that was shy and just really inward and just really felt the sense of, what is all the hysteria about? What's all the drama about that people experience? Cause I had that connection. I had that awareness of mm. everything. It's fine. Why don't the people just love each other and well, everybody chill out and all that stuff. And then, as I continued to grow up, and I got into the teenage years, and everybody else, you know, is I'm not saying I was ex- I was not in any of it, but like as people got more crazy, as they're going through, mm-hmm. oh, we're going into adulthood, and we're supposed to buy into all these programs. I was like, you know, I was feeling very depressed and anxious, feeling like I want to mm-hmm. be about spiritual leadership. Now, I didn't, I could have told you in my mind all that at the time, but it can't. I could feel that I energy feel inside. Of mm-hmm. I felt myself leading in the spirit. And I put up on the school board, you know, they, they say, what's important to you? What do you value? I'd say, one day I put up on the board, God. And like, everybody's like, whoa, that was so powerful the way you put that on the board and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a memorable moment. But yeah, I was trying to figure myself out. I was trying to clear up all this angst and anger and rage I had inside. I just, I, you know, I, I had that feeling of not wanting to be around. And and so I got into therapy and everything, and I, was, I remember talking to my first person I went to see about how I was feeling, and I says, "Yeah, I feel like I have power, I have special powers, or I don't know how I put it at the time, but you know I could, <laughs> I could move objects I can you know I could blow stuff up if I wanted to, and all this stuff so okay our psychiatrist very interesting, very interesting, literally was saying that at that time. And yeah, immediately I was given, you know, like, I don't know, bipolar with psychotic features or something yeah. like that. <laughs> They're like, you're just Distorted nuts. Line, <laughs>
1: personality disorder, that's the usual one as well. Yeah. 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 So
0: I just put that all in the closet then afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we don't talk about that then, you yeah. know? And so I, I did that. And then, so for, for years, I tried to work it through, like I said, creative writing, journaling. I got into studying psychology in school. Then because I was so inward, I got into copier sales for a while because I had this spirit that wanted to get out there, you know? And I was like, well, this, I don't know, I'm supposed to learn about sales, I feel like. I'm supposed to get into it. So I I did that and did those 100 plus cold calls a week and all that good stuff. And so I learned to go from being painfully shy to actually be able to show up. And I had success in that. I was extremely persistent. And I didn't do great with sales, but I was so persistent, they couldn't let me go. So eventually, (laughs) we both kind of agreed it wasn't my thing to do, though, after a few years. And then I went back to school, got my master's in clinical psychology, and I worked in various counseling jobs. I picked up a little bit more certifications, hypnosis, hypnotherapy. And did you feel...
1: I mean, you know, that's my background as well. I feel like it's really helpful to have that background. Definitely when we're working with people in a spiritual sense, in a soul sense, because it gives that credibility, would you say, Daniel, that it's really helped you? It definitely has me. Yeah,
0: it can help. It can't help. Yeah. People are like, mm. oh, okay, wow, okay, you got an actual degree and all that sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And it helps too And my understanding of people. I can dial into people yeah. not only. Intuitively, but because of my background, it's a whole different way I see all the pieces put, put together, right? Yeah. So you know what that's like. So, yeah, it definitely has helped a lot. And uh, through all those experiences, of course, there's more counseling and more this and more that. Yes. on And off heads, you know, and stuff. But I just, I had a fighting spirit. And, uh, I like, I was so like in graduate school, I was shunned by my teachers because I asked too many questions that Mm. I, I listened too much in the clinicals when they watch you, you know, they says, you're, you're just sitting there listening. And what's that all about? And I was really, I know what I was doing. I was tuning into them deeply. and I was like working with them. Mm. Right. And, I was just awkward because I had my own way of approaching it and I I wasn't finding my way at that time. But anyway, the bottom line is, you know, they released me, they held me back actually for about a year, uh, working on different stuff, even though they all thought I was amazing at assessment. They say, You're dialed in. We don't know how you figure all this stuff out. <laughs> but there's these other things. But anyway, I got through that. So that was like an example of like, oh, I'm I'm kind of different, I guess. You yeah. know, the norm. So was that
1: Kind of like, almost like. um So what I'm seeing, kind of clairvoyantly here, is is like a dial, almost like the dial was being turned up with you. Each experience you had there, the dial was being turned up. This is why I'm kind of getting clairvoyantly. And so, in a way, you were already awakened, right? But the dial was just being turned up, and you were like, "Hang on a minute, I must be slightly different here." Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm awakening to the fact that I had those gifts um, started people would come to me with their, their clinicals. They're like, Hey, you're good at figuring this stuff out. You know, like the, the smartest people in the class to come to me. I'm like, okay. All right, sure. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really, really kind of cool to see that gift, but I still felt so lost because I, mm-hmm. they're telling me you're so, you've got such deficits and how you interact with people and all this stuff. So yeah. anyway, so I got through all that. I did. Get fired my first job like immediately they just said like yeah you're not fitting in and all that stuff oh wow and then so I had all these kind of experience but I started working with a chronically mentally ill and all that so that of a was a
1: I- blessing right getting fired from your job that was a blessing
0: it was it was totally yeah. a blessing yeah it was a absolutely perfect redirect. But yeah, when I started working with, they call the chronically mentally ill. Now mm. I was, a, now I was a great, great person. You know, I was a great, uh, fit right in with, <laughs> like I fit <laughs> right in because I actually was listening deeper than what, uh, you know, the symptoms and all that stuff. And that was really helpful Perfect. to the audience. And then I yeah. had other jobs and and whatnot. But um, yeah. And I also, you know, I got into science of mind. If you've all ever heard of that, it's. Religious science or science of mind, Ernest Holmes came, uh, developed that. And it's basically metaphysics. So I became yeah. a metaphysician, studied in that, served in churches. So all this stuff, I'm trying to fast forward to the awakening moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the awakening. <laughs> so I did all these things. And then I had a private practice on the side where I was doing therapy and hypnosis and all that. And then, yeah one point i just like i needed i want to finally do my deeper work in the world whatever that is and i'm in the 2000s i got online and started horsing around there trying to you know help people as like like a coach and all that and then i was i started doing channeling i just started letting it i started tuning into that and that and meditation all my spiritual practices life just started getting really wavy, you know, and I just started having- Explain,
1: me- explain uh, to people listening, you know, what what does what does it mean? Well, I know what it means, but what does wavy mean? What does, you know, when yeah. you channel, what does it mean wavy? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, not only when I was channeling, but when I was out of channeling, many times I would just have this feeling of, um, it's, you know, when people talk about the veil lifting and things like that, yeah. it's kind of like that. It's like, oh my God, this so-called reality of my life is very porous. You know, it's just yeah. that I felt like, you know, the way I put it to people is like, it's the feeling like I could walk through a wall, you know, kind of feeling. And I, it was a time when I had this, little, like many, many experiences, but one, like I had a cut on my finger and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is so unreal. I could just switch my hand around and turn it back and it'll be gone. And it, it happened that way. I'm like, oh, okay, see, I knew it was not real. And, like, so and in- that's
1: about this. the believing is seeing, isn't it? So a lot of people say, you know, um, to pick up what you said, seeing is believing. Well, actually, you've got to believe vibrationally, haven't you? And also consciously, you're talking about here, to see. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and often it's the other way around. People say, well, I'm not going to. And I was definitely like that, you know, before I saw spirit. If I hadn't seen spirit, I never would have believed, right? Because I was a scientist. So, you know, the old days was we've got to see to believe. And now it's very much, you know, you've got to be in your belief. You've got to really be in your vibrational belief to see, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, on that level of things, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to have a recipe. Activity at least to be able to see it. I mean, you have yeah. to be open to it. I mean, you don't necessarily have to believe it completely, consciously, of course, but you have to just be open to it. Okay. And then mm-hmm. you can have the experience can um, unfold, and you can you can be you know it can become something that you experience. And that's yeah. what was happening to me is I had all these abilities to be able to tune into people that just deepened during that time. I just that I, I felt like like at what event I was at. I was up late at night and everything and I was tired. So my my energy was even more open and I started yeah. like people were speaking on the mics and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in your energy field. I'm seeing through your eyes and you know, <laughs> just this kind of experience and like and it just that I just felt like I just knew everything and I was connected mm-hmm. to everything. I had specifically more of that experience. When I put my third eye on a like a crystal skull one time and like I just had this big like I know everything, I'm I'm connected to everything and it's hard to explain. it. you know, yeah. it doesn't sound logical, right? How could you know everything all at once? But I just how I felt I felt like I'm I know everything. So and, it sounds
1: uh, to me almost like so for people listening, it sounds to me sort of like, you know, we are universe, we are soul, we are consciousness, which obviously you know we know, but not not everyone knows that, but if they could imagine it's almost like you become part of the universe, the all-knowing, the all-seeing, the all feeling, and there is no separation, right yeah. and so I think is that what you experienced this kind of no separation
0: yeah, it's hard, it's almost impossible to put it into words yeah. what it was, but it was as though there were so many like there was such a sense of like. Pictures, images, and sense of connection that I was just like, <laughs> it was like, I know it's, I'm connected to all of it. You know, like, wow. like, I just know everything, you know, like that feeling. And then once my mind, once my mind says, Oh my God, this can't be real. Yeah. And boom. It's shut down right that away. Yeah. But you know, it came in long enough to where I was like, "Wow!" Then I asked for guidance on how to how to harness this capacity that showed up within me, and then I I, I was given this energy scan technique where I was able to ground my energy to sustain that kind of connection and yeah. be able to read people's energies to help.
1: Incredible.
0: That. Yeah, and that that was the beginning of of me getting out in the world in a bigger way because I was able to actually start thriving financially and, yeah. and I started reaching more and more people. And ultimately I ended up training you know hundreds of people now to do, be able to do that. You know, to be wow. Able to do the so what do you
1: scanning. call that, Daniel? What do you call that? Obviously it's scanning, but what do you call it?
0: Yeah, it's it's called energy scanning. so
1: Energy scan. So you teach, it's one of the things you do, teach people how to energy scan. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yeah. and do the healing and all that as well, and then to be able to gain new clients, you know, through utilizing, you know, free or whatever, you know, it's, it's an intro session sort of thing. Yes, yeah. to mm-hmm. you know, scan people's energies and connect mm-hmm. them that deep, deep way. Yeah, and then you know what that points into for some people, if people start with me there, is kind of a whole other way of being. It's about being awake. It's about coming yeah. from that deeper place and ourselves more deeply connecting with everything and so it's hard again these things are hard to put into words but yeah you know the surf from that place when people get really connected to it they start increasingly they have more more of a sense of maybe it's okay to be you know visible maybe it's okay to you know have clients maybe get paid some money that's for it that's really
1: good So it's giving them the confidence, right? So what I'm hearing from you is giving people the confidence that they also are soul in a body having this human experience that they actually can scan energy fields. And, you know, because to be honest, we're all the same. We just don't know it. And so everyone has their own, this is just my feeling, but everyone has their own thing, their own gift, their own reason for being here in the world okay yeah. and they will come in however they're meant to come in but this is one way isn't it yes. for people to access and remember and i and i feel it's about remembering i don't think it's really about learning anything is it daniel in this life it's all about remembering you know who we truly are yeah carry on yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so we play the you know, the forgetting game and all that stuff. Oh, I don't know anything. I, I'm i not intuitive. Yeah. So that's how people come in when they go to work with me. They're like, I don't I didn't Like there's a number of people that sign up to do the training and they're like, I don't believe I'll be able to do this, but I'll sign up. Let's see what I uh, see. Let's see. (laughs) They
1: were guided. They were guided. Yeah. Right. They were guided. They
0: do it anyway. And then when they are able to do it, they're like, I thought I wasn't going to be able to do this, but I signed up anyway to learn. And, uh, and then they are always blown away. And so very few people come in, you know, that, well, there are some people that know they can do it, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot that don't, they don't even believe they could do it. And I show them. So I was given a sole choice to either just keep the, the, what I knew about all this to myself or share That's with them. True. My soul was like, Oh my God, you got you gotta share this with people. You gotta let yeah. people know what they can do. And, and in fact, it's my, my mission to, you know, let as many people know as possible that they're capable of such things and, See, I
1: love that. When you said that, when you said, it's my mission to help people know that they have this possibility and Mm -hmm. it's my mission to get people on their mission, right? So similar Mm -hmm. in a way, but that's kind of what I talk about. And do you feel that when you stepped out of the closet, I call it, you're not in that way, but in, in the sense of you stepped out and you said, I'm owning but I'm so in a body having a human experience and I'm here to help and serve. Do you feel that that was a moment when you started to see that abundance, you know, because, because our birthright is abundance, right? Mm-hmm. So did you notice that that came in more when you stepped out and, and literally just took your jacket off basically, right? Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, i mean it started making it available because i i struggled a lot i mean i stacked up huge debt and had all kinds of things i couldn't pay my bills couldn't buy food you know all that stuff And people are
1: going to be listening to this daniel and in this position right so we want to give them hope for this that when they do really listen to their soul their mission we talk about then the doorways open i definitely agree with this so yeah carry on
0: yeah, so it allowed, allowed it to start becoming available because I had this tool I had confidence in and I would share with people that the stumbling block I had next, next thing I had to move through was the fact that I still had a hard time just getting out of the whole, like, I'm just here to serve. I'm not here for your money. I'm not here to try to make you do anything. In fact, you're perfect. Yeah. And I'm just saying you're perfect. And see you later. By the way, you could hire me. But see you later. You're perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you didn't add the bit on the end. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. With me, right? So eventually I just got in a mode where I was just like, you know, everything got so so bad in a sense. You get that like that point and i was just like that's it no matter what the next person is signing up and um you know i just it was probably more than one moment but i have this one moment i remember with a client i'm like today this person signed up i don't care what they tell (laughs) me that's how i felt that day (laughs) and i went i got on the phone and i shared you know the the, the opportunity whatever to work with me and she goes she she," and and of course everyone's just you right so they're just like she's like are you really sure I said, yes, I am. Get your credit card out. We're getting this done right now. And I <laughs> thought I was being so aggressive and everything. And then uh, what would happen a lot of times when I thought I was aggressive, people would say like her. I would say, oh, thank you for being so gentle and such a caring, nurturing soul and taking a stand for me. <laughs> and, and for me, I thought I was being mean and too yes. aggressive. Yeah. Realizing that it was okay to be that, like, uh, you know, yeah, in fact, yeah. that's what my tribe was looking for. And so that's when things started shifting dramatically financially for me and, you know, raised me up in the six figures and then I'm Yeah, training people how to do it. So, yeah. The rest was history from there in a sense. So as as and do you I
1: think that the training people to do it was, you know, like the massive pivotal point, like you can be yourself, you can be a one man band as an expression here in the UK, you can be that. But when you start to really train people in what you do, do you feel that that was a real turning point as well?
0: Yeah, it was because for me, I believe I was on a trajectory of getting a hugely inflated ego with what I was doing because I was like, it's like, because people are praising you. They're almost bowing to you. I mean, back then, you got to understand this is many years ago. And back then, it wasn't as common as people can do all these things, right? Yes, and
1: I know. Mm-hmm. So they're
0: like, whoa, how can you do, you know, it still happens. But like, it was even more so back then. And I was like, wow, I just realized too, at that time, like, I was awake to, like, man, I could abuse this power. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the guru status and all that. And I was like, okay, well, I, I, of course, wasn't going to do that. Yes. Like, well, I could try to take this and help people by being that guru and, you know, be their transmission to them in that way. But I was like, no, I feel like I want other people to be awake to the gifts that they have just like me so that they see me as different, you know? Yeah. So that's – when I did that, I think it really was huge in diffusing the – the ego, and allowing me to come from that place of just wanting to share this, you know, share this with the world. So I feel, felt that helped me on so many levels of well-being and and then yeah. the success too, um, you know, in a way that will not crash. Some people do do all that other stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it never works out, but if it has ego inflation, it's going to crash in, in, in some way or form or fashion. Do you know, goes- I
1: agree with you, and I think that's the, you know – As a medium, and I've been a medium for like 30 years that I've known about, (laughs) there are quite a lot of sensational mediums, meaning sensational with the lights and stars and theatre stage and stuff. And many of them have actually crashed. And I think the reason for that is because when you're doing it from a place of pure, unconditional love and service, because you want somebody to heal from it, you know, because we're obviously doing that for a reason, right? And not doing it from for the celebrity, for the lights and the power. Pa- and, and unfortunately, there has to be something where there's a wake-up call that says, this is not what this is about, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have noticed that as time has gone on, where I 100% think we have to stand in our power. I definitely think success is for everybody. I don't think we need to not charge for our service. I 100% don't feel that. And I feel that the more we are able to create abundance, the more freedom we have. And so therefore, the more people you can reach, which we know, don't we? Because there are many opportunities that drop in. But when we're just focusing on one way of doing it, which is for our own egocentric attention, Mm -hmm. that's when things change. And so that's the bit to turn around isn't it with people is that you know everyone has the ability to bring their gifts to the world have a mental program called bringing your spiritual gifts to the world but it's bringing it to the world knowing that you're worthy and deserving of success but also knowing that you have this incredible soul that wants to help lots of other people and it's those two things I feel Do you that are in alignment with it and not the lights and Stars and fame—that isn't necessarily what it's about.
0: Correct. I mean, that's that's the thing that gets in the way of helping mm. in a deeper, a deeper transmission. Because for me, it's about uh, the depth of the transmission. It's always about the depth, deep depth. Because you've always been deep, right? <laughs> I, always, I always, I always talk a lot about Eckhart Tolle because yeah, he's love the depth of transmission. So I always say to people, well you know, you want to make a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, you can have that, but look at Eckhart Tolle. He's not even focused on wanting to make all this money. And he's just focused on the impact and he makes more money than, you know, everybody combines kind of, you know.
1: (laughs) And he was on a park park bench, right? Wasn't he? And he was on a park bench. I I met him actually in London, Um, uh, not on a park bench, but when he was at one of his events and, you know, he's like, normal everyday guy right (laughs) that went through what he went through but is here to have humor with his message and let people know that they're only in the now and I I love that you know about him that's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's trusting that for me, what I've had to deal with over the years is there's a part that wants to withdraw, but then there was also a part that wanted to push too. And once I let the pusher come out, then it got like to be a lot sometimes there. Mm -hmm. So in terms of just in within myself and my business and stuff. So for me, it's always about just being in the center. And I have had to really Uh, cultivate that. And I love teaching that to people, Mm -hmm. no matter where they are on their path with everything is to to help them to do that. But usually people are drawn to work with me. they looking for that foundation to really get their big work going in the world. Yeah, And sometimes the foundation could be energy scanning, believe it or not, or it could be just like, hey, I need a I need a guide to be able to do my greatest work. And I become that energetic key, my guides tell me. You know, you're the energetic key. You get their energy and that alignment. And yeah. and then they can let it come from that deeper place rather than out of fear or domination yeah. or... Bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. all the sheds that are on the shoulders. Yeah. So tell me, so say there's people listening and they want to hear more about your work. So say, say when someone came to see you or do you work remotely like this? Do you work remotely as well?
0: Or yeah, I just work uh, by uh, the internet and phone and all that. So yeah, I, uh, I do do in-person mm-hmm. stuff to some degree. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, most I do like you know, tri- like I got a trip to Sedona I'm going to be doing and whatnot. But I, I, typically I'm I'm working by phone or the internet most of the Which time. Which is
1: the way forward for us, especially with the climate at the moment. Of right. course, <laughs> as we're as we're yeah. recording this uh, for anybody who is listening a year later or two years later, we yeah. are having to stand fully in our light. Um, we're having to stand fully in our trust, and the reason for that, for people listening, is that there is something in the world at the moment called the coronavirus. Okay, so, and there are many people that are feeling fear, and there are many people that are in this vibration of fear, which is really not. About today, it's really about the sum of the parts of where people have come from. And so, what we're having to do, Daniel, myself, and my students, and his students, and all of those that have got that little light inside of them, they know that there's so much more than our physical body. We are having to really be present and really be in that space of love and expansion, and realizing that there's nothing outside of you that can ever affect you if you feel that you stand in your soul's integrity and your soul's power and you realize that you're so much more than this physical body. (laughs) So just to kind of set the scene a little bit. So yeah, so working online is brilliant, isn't it? Because we can reach so many people and I live in the UK and I work internationally and you live where, where are you, Daniel?
0: I'm in uh, the suburbs of Chicago here in uh, the USA, Chicago,
1: Chicago, Chicago, yeah. So, Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, people want to come see you, they can come see you there or they can work like this on online. And we're actually doing this interview on Zoom and they can reach you by, you know, they might just have a little question that they know that there's something more for them. Uh, is that the kind of people, you know, you, you meet people that have this kind of, well, I know there's something more for me and I know I need to be exploring that. Is that the kind of person that will come to you and conscious people as well?
0: Yeah, they are people who want to use their gifts to help the world and in business and a bit, mm-hmm. through a business and are already been doing that, you know, or just really wanting to get going with it. Sometimes that's true. Or maybe they've already actualized a smaller percentage of people who already actualized some real success, but you yeah. like, I'm not in my depth. I'm not in that deeper. You're... I'm not really centered in that. I need your help, Daniel, to help me with that. And Wow with that and getting into their, their deeper guests, their deeper transmission. So, so you all... scan
1: them, so they come and see you or they work with you like you're talking to me now and you scan them. So, yes. you know, for people listening, you know, what does that mean? You know, what, what do you do? Do you get into the depths of their body? Do you scan them at cell level? Because some people listening would be like, hang on a minute, do I really want him to go into me? You know. <laughs> so um, how does it work? So what would you do? Explain it.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I could give you a quick example if you want me to. I mean, to, would that be helpful?
1: Why not? I don't mind you coming into my energy.
0: <laughs> okay, right. Um, So, I, yeah, I, I just I primarily focus in on the chakras and your overall energy, and uh, I just start sharing things. So, for example, as I tune into Susan, and you know, I've done thousands of these now. So, as I tune into Susan, it's like you you have a true. Uh, a remarkable openness in your crown chakra you know like there's a, a, it's a there's definitely a um there is that soft energy i do see in the past where there's a hard-headedness and that might mm-hmm. rear its come in every once in a while like no i'm doing it anyway you know i <laughs> think comes in sometimes might want to take over but you've become more you know no it just is we're letting it all unfold you know and that kind of thing it's more like what's taken over more i do see like wounds and things you probably know about but like it's almost like a shotgun wound in your back or head or something like there's this like nice. something happened, like in mm-hmm. the past life back head. so i noticed that a lot of, a lot of energy back there <laughs> yeah that. thank you So persecution, like I see universally for people from past Mm -hmm. lives, people that come to me, I see that there's something about you and it doesn't feel like a cross but you're hanging on something. So it might have been a cross, but like it feels more like you're hanging on top of something. So I see a heavy, like a heaviness on the back. So I noticed that. So the the sense you may feel um, at times like a sense of things just being too heavy, like it's this is getting going to be all a little bit too much. So that I think uh, definitely
1: used to be like that.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. exactly. Uh, yeah, put the words out of my mouth. It says especially that would have been true in the past. Yeah. Um, as we let go of the heaviness, as you know, it's like our angel wings unfurl, and we start to realize, oh, everything can be lighter and easier, and and that sort of stuff. So I noticed that, but yeah, and then you you've got a really clear, open energy for your your third eye. Yeah, I just think like you might have momentary um, lapses of some of the old stuff, like keep coming from this wound, like, like keeping from this wound, like goodness like, uh,
1: me, I, how dare someone shoot me in the back of the head.
0: Yeah, it's kinda like uh might show up as injustice. I might show up as like, yeah, this isn't right. Um, a lot of that stuff might show up uh yeah. at moments in I think you get over it kind of fast these mm. days but it's how it comes across but i can still feel the energy and of course all wounds serve our purpose so mm. um yeah justice is a good thing and oh I'm yeah just...
1: I'm, a, I'm a girl for justice yeah
0: <laughs> so and yep. then uh we're going to other chakras briefly it's just the you know, throat chakra um there definitely is some issues there with the energy still constriction so um wow. a place where i do feel constriction so i i do feel like it's one of the things well, I see and sometimes the people is I feel like there's so much information that wants to be shared and wow. it's feels, it feels kind of like there's something holding it back and I'm kind of guided to your solar plexus and then it does feel like the visibility thing like as much as visible as you might be now like I'm getting like okay next level visibility yeah. uh, next level expression it feels like the we need to have a little bit more of a safety container and like okay here we can operate there, ah, uh, I'm not so sure yet, you know. <laughs> so this guy I've got that. Have- well that's
1: that's interesting because I, I literally just finished channel my book, so it's ready for the next visibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also oh. my podcast and yeah, my book, you know, we we're doing this in 2020, um, just oh. in March. But by the time you know uh, six months comes, that that'll probably be out. So that's the next visibility, and it's quite a big one. So I'm excited. But yeah, I, d- I don't know if I've got anything where I'm nervous, but I'm excited.
0: Yeah. yeah. So this is good. So this shows that it's it's wanting to expand and yeah. And, and- wonderful but um but yeah i mean that's great i mean you uh, obviously work on your energy a lot so not yeah. <laughs> uh, into a real connection a real flow the thing i'm focusing in on is these deeper subtle energies that are influencing us even when we feel like man no i'm in my power i'm fully on everything yeah working. it's really good it's all good, it's all good. i see that i see where the energies are um you know still still not you know really um There's stuck energy. There's still more potential. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's
1: great because, you know, I love more potential, you know, and I'm always like looking for more. I'm always kind of listening to where my soul, where I best serve, where I best create more visibility so that I can help others in that way and more expanded way. So just to say for people listening that, you know, whatever you've brought in with you, it does, like Daniel said, serves a purpose because imagine, I know my guide said to me like several years ago, imagine if we, you know, I said, can we not just walk through an archway and just wash off everything that all the past life trauma, all the soul imprints, everything we don't need. Can we not just do that? And they're like, because when we see so many people in pain, right? And, and so they said, well, what would be the point of being here? So everybody that's listening that may have had childhood trauma, I work with that a lot, you know, may have had experiences like that, don't let it define you. Use it as an aspect of yourself. And yes, definitely work with someone to heal those vibrational imprints and at cellular level, but don't see it as that was awful. I'll never amount to anything. I was abused or whatever happened, you know, it's, Daniel, it's really about the potential that that set of experiences have led that person to be, wouldn't you say?
0: Exactly. I mean, it's about hmm. evoking more potential. That's why we get into seeing what the wounds are. A lot of times when I train people on this, it's like they'll avoid talking to people about their pains and what the issues are or- the story. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're they're they don't want to feel that sadness. They're emp- empathic. They don't want to feel that for their clients. Yeah. That's where there's so much opportunity. That's where the greatest opportunities are, really. Absolutely. And when you get into those places and you can presence that for what it really is and the potential that lies within it, that's where there's so much more. That's why, if anything, we should be like, you know, like really looking at the wounds we have. Like for you too. I get this your head being chopped off too. Like it just. <laughs> You, I'm like, boom, chopped. So it's
1: like... I was probably a witch many times, you know. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, and I, I see that in the Akashic Records many times with people as well, that especially yeah. the ones that are really coming out to realize that they have, that they were healers in other lifetimes and so on. And and many people carry this, I'll be scared, I'm scared of being a healer. I'll be killed for being a healer. And I, and I don't carry that, but there's probably you know, these still vibrational imprints of if I say that, especially with light language, if I say that my head's going to get cut off, you know, isn't that interesting that, you know, that's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can still see the energy there. So, Here's the thing, there are thousands of scans, scanning people not only that uh, are, you know, more traumatized and whatnot and, and haven't maybe worked through a lot of things, but people that have worked through tons of things okay. and are very high vibration. Everyone has subtle imprints, you know, they all have something going on. Yeah. And the idea we're trying to get rid of it all is ridiculous. It's a matter of just being aware. It's awareness. It's awareness of what is in the field. And then uh, through that awareness, um, we have an opportunity to, you know, see what wants to really come forth from that woundedness. Yeah. And it's always more, more, more light, more potential, more uh, of the higher expression. So, as it, you know, as you know, the wound points into the the opportunity. And so that's yes. you know that's why we can really say like thank you to everything and everything that's happened. Yeah. I mean. A great awakener is, can be trauma. You know, so, oh, this horrible thing happened. It's trying to wake you up. The trauma, the wounds are just trying to wake you up. They're your friend. The people attacking you are just trying to wake you up. You know, and you I, say, and oh. I love
1: that because I always teach that the outside world, so our outside experience is the reflection of our inside experience. So if your bank account has nothing in it, if your relationships are troubled or, you know, you have arguments all the time, you know, don't blame the people outside of you. Look, and I call it like, I just talk about it as a mirror. So, you know, the outside part of you is a mirror of the inside part of you, not in judgment, not in blame, just in it is what it is. And I always say that you start with that. Because if you, if you can't feel into your body, because some people really can't, can they? Some people really can't sense that. But if you look outside and you don't like what you see, then there's probably something that needs to be shifted within you vibrationally. Mm-hmm so that that gets tweaked, the dial gets changed, you know, the radio wave gets changed. And that's even if people listening have got no idea about you know, scanning, they've got no idea about energy fields, and they just found this because they were guided to listen to it or someone said listen to it, then just have a look on your outside world because if you love it all, that's perfect. And if there's something that you feel just needs tweaking, then it's probably needing to be tweaked within you, would you say? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, as we embrace everything that's showing up on the movie screen of our consciousness, which is the outer world, <laughs> we're loving ourselves. And therefore, you know, if you want to be the higher consciousness, if you want to be the greatest contribution, that's where it's at.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. And now with everyone, you know, this whole thing that's going on in the universe with the jobs, restaurants closing, uh, I don't know what it's like there in Chicago. Or Chicago, eh? but the restaurants and the bars, and not here where I live in East Sussex, um, on the, on the south coast of England, but definitely London is closing down. You know, there's just a huge amount of where people are coming into their awakening moment because the old structures, perhaps, are old structures, yeah, and are outdated, and so people are having to come and work from home and go actually quite like working from home. You know, I have a bit of freedom. I can do what I want. You know, I'm not surrounded by the tube trains and huge amount of people. And maybe I can actually come in. Maybe, who knows? I'd love to hear everyone else's idea about this and comments uh, when they listen to this show, because I love to hear everyone's expression of what they feel is going on in the world. So Daniel, how can people get hold of you?
0: Yeah. I mean, to get a hold of me, they can just go to YourSacredPurpose.com. I've got a Meditate and Make Money uh, meditation there for people that want to experience that. I've got rave reviews on that meditation. So okay. it's an 18-minute meditation that uh, works with just uh, briefly opening up your chakras and then lets you just you know, listen in and see what's wanting to unfold. And
1: Wow, um, that sounds cool. Downloads
0: come in. So it's allow everything just to unfold and happen. Yeah. yeah. So, they can go there for that. Or if they want to contact me there and see about the possible energy scan, there's an opportunity to do that right on the front page too.
1: Sure. Brilliant. That's great. So, I mean, I've had a great conversation with you. It's been really good fun. Is there any last words that you want to share? Oh, you've got to talk about, um, you co-authored a book. My guys just reminded me to remind you to say about the book that you co-authored.
0: Yeah, I co-authored a book called Wake Up Live the Life You Love Living in Abundance. There's all kinds of authors in there, all kinds of people. We do have headliners in there like uh Michael Beckwith and Dr. Wayne Dyer and Anthony oh, Robbins yeah. and all that. Yeah. I think the stories quite frankly though are from the from the people, so-called ordinary people which mm-hmm. you know everybody is. Uh, those ordinary, extraordinary people. But those are my favorite stories in there. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, I don't actually sell on my website, to be honest, at this mm-hmm. point, because uh, the website's a little mm-hmm. newer now. Um, yeah. I transferred to another website. But bottom line is people, um, if you want to be uplifted and really know that you can trust that you're taken care of and you're abundant, mm-hmm. uh, it's an amazing book for that. Yeah.
1: Oh, brilliant. Daniel, thank you so much. So just hold on there while I close the show. So thanks so much for listening in to The Spiritual Awakener. You can find me on susankennard.co.uk. And if you've got a spiritual awakening experience or something you want to share with our listeners about your life and how you help others, please do contact me, susan at susankennard.co.uk. And if you go onto my website and sign up to my newsletter, you get a free meditation too. Okay. Much love and see you on the next episode of The Spiritual Awakener.
0: Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at susankennard.co.uk.